Welcome, and thank you for joining the Cass County Health Department HealthCast. Our HealthCast is here to bring discussion and awareness to the services that we offer here at the Health Department, as well as ongoing and current issues in women's health. My name is Louise Yale, and I'm a health educator here at the Cass County Health Department. So with that, we are going to jump into our topic for our HealthCast today. So on today's HealthCast, we are going to discuss heart health and heart disease. February is American Heart Health Month, so we want to make sure that everyone is aware of heart health and disease, but this is something that doesn't just need to be noticed for this month, but recognized and aware of all year round. Heart disease is the leading cause of death among both men and women, especially women, going beyond that of cancer deaths. One in every three deaths in the United States is related to either cardiovascular or heart disease, so it is very important for many people to understand the severity of this disease how it can be prevented, and how it can be treated. Specifically for women, over 60 million women in the United States are living with some form of heart disease, and we need to see the number decrease. So why is our heart so important? So the heart is a pretty amazing organ we have in our bodies. It is the main organ and our engine of our cardiovascular, our heart system, which is a network of blood vessels that pumps blood throughout your body and to all other organs, muscles, and nerves. The heart's main function is to move blood throughout your body to every organ, to every other organ and in need of nutrients, oxygen, and fuel. Our heart pumps oxygenated blood throughout our entire body. It does this so our other essential organs, such as like our brain um, and other cells, can continue to develop and maintain their systems. Our body needs oxygen to function as well as the lungs, otherwise the lungs can't pump it themselves throughout the body, so it, this is where our heart comes into play. It works with other body systems, such as our nervous system and endocrine system, to control your heart rate and blood pressure. The heart also whisks away different waste products of our our metabolism. So stuff we don't need along with bacteria and viruses are omitted to keep our bodies healthy for long periods of time. So then you ask, where is our heart in our bodies? So the heart is located in the front of your chest, and it sits slightly behind and to the left of your sternum or the breastbone. So right kind of in the middle there. Your rib cage is there to protect it. So your heart is slightly on the left side of your body. It sits between your right and left lungs with your left lung being slightly smaller to make room for the heart in the left chest. So everyone's heart is a slightly different size, but generally adult hearts are about the size of two clenched fists and weighing about 10 ounces on average, while a child's heart is about the same size of one clenched fist. So you can think of the parts of the heart of like parts of a house. Your heart has there's walls, you got chambers, which are your rooms, you have valves, which are the doors, uh, blood vessels, which are the plumbing of the house, um, electrical conduction system, which is your electricity, and then what's called a pericardial cardium sac, which is your roof or your yard, which is the kind of protection from the outside sources. So your heart is divided into four chambers. You have two chambers on the top, which can be called the atria or atrium for plural, and the two chambers on the bottom, which are called ventricles, which with one of them on each side of the heart. These chambers work together um, along with valves, which are like doorways to open and close, which allow blood to be pumped out into our lungs and to our blood vessels and out into the rest of our body. There are three types of different blood vessels in our bodies. We have arteries, veins, and then capillaries. So arteries carry oxygen-rich blood from our heart to our other body tissues, such as our organs and muscles. Veins carry oxygen-poor blood back to the heart to be sent to the lungs again to get more oxygen. Then capillaries are very small blood vessels that uh, where the body kind of exchanges oxygen-rich oxygen and oxygen-poor blood. 
The last part of the heart that we'll talk about is the electrical conduction system, which is kind of like the electrical wiring in a house. It controls the rhythm and the pace of your heartbeat. So through this whole system, the heart continues to pump blood throughout your whole body in order to function properly and for it to stay alive. So without your heart, we don't have much to, uh, to function and other systems can definitely fail. Now that we know a little bit more about where our hearts are and how they work within our bodies, let's talk about heart disease and how it affects so many individuals. So some of the statistics that we mentioned earlier, one in every three deaths in the United States is related to heart disease or what's called cardiovascular disease. And over 60 million women in the U.S. are living with some form of heart disease, which is about the same for men as well. So now what is heart disease? So may, many of you might ask this, that heart or cardiovascular disease, which is also known, uh, can be a term for, is a group of diseases that affects the blood and the heart and the blood vessels. This is kind of an umbrella or a general term for several different diseases that you might or might not heard of before that affect the heart. So here are some various forms that fall under what is known as heart disease. Your first one that you might have heard of um, it's called coronary artery disease or atherosclerosis, which is the blood vessels that are narrowing due to kind of plaque buildup in those vessel walls. Next one you might have heard is, is heart arrhythmias. This is where the heartbeats are irregular and they're not normal, so they might need assistance kind of getting back to a regular uh, beat pattern. Next, you have heart failure, which is your heart's electrical system um, or the muscles that are not quite working efficiently, so it may cause lack of blood flow and proper heartbeat to um, allow blood to go throughout the body. Then you have valve disease or disorders. Um, we talked about the valves of the heart that open up, um, and this might be where the heart is its not allowing these valves to open up efficiently and they're not functioning correctly, so it's not allowing a proper blood flow. Then you have peripheral artery disease which is narrow blood vessels in the outer parts of the body, such as like your legs or your arms, do that plaque buildup. So you might have some pain in different areas. Then you have aortic disorder. So the, this, is, this is a disease that affects the aorta of the heart, which is the main valve in the heart, which is kind of more rare, um, but is definitely a possibility. Then you have congenital heart failure, which is, this is an abnormality or defect of the heart that develops before birth to baby's hearts. So it can vary of what type of condition this could be, such that it could be as like holes in the heart, leaky valves, or defective blood vessels, but that starts at a at, um, a very young age, obviously before birth or when you're born. And then you have pericardial disease. What this is the inflammation of the pericardial sac or buildup of fluid from around, around the heart. Uh, like we talked about earlier, the pericardial sac is what surrounds the heart to separate it from other organs in the body to kind of protect it. Um, this can be caused by a virus, heart attack, surgery, or other medical conditions. And then the last one is cerebral vascular disease. And this is a group of conditions that affect blood flow and the uh, blood vessels to the brain, which possibly could lead to stroke. So that is kind of a bigger list of what the heart, heart diseases can be. But the top heart diseases that is seen or that is most common in individuals are the coronary artery disease, which can lead to like possibly heart attacks or strokes. Then you have high blood pressure, the heart failure, arrhythmias, and the valve complications. So those are going to be your top kind of five that you see most common. Um, heart disease can affect anyone at any age, so it's important to really understand your heart health in order to prevent and treat these diseases. So now that you know what heart disease really is um, and what some of the different conditions that fall under the term heart disease is, it's important for you to understand what the signs and symptoms may be of these various diseases. 
Uh, heart disease has many types um, and can be what is called silent for many, um, meaning that you might not know that you have something or a form of heart disease until you experience signs and symptoms. So here are some of the various signs and symptoms to look out for for yourself or in others so you can get checked out by your health care provider for assistance or diagnosis. One of the biggest signs of heart disease that many may know of is an individual having a heart attack. A heart attack is when blood flow has been limited to a certain part of the heart due to a blocked artery, which can lead to the heart tissue starting to die. So here are some symptoms to look, um, look for if you think someone or yourself is having a heart attack. So the biggest one, um, this can vary between men and women as well, um, the biggest one is chest pain that feels like pressure, tightness, or squeezing or aching in the chest area. You have pain or discomfort that spreads to the shoulder, arm, um, your back, neck, and jaw, and teeth, which is more common in women, or sometimes even in the upper belly. So that's, like I said, definitely more often in women than men. Um, and it might be mistaken for like indigestion, heartburn, or stress. So trying to be aware of what is causing that. You can have a cold sweat. You have a lot of fatigue. Um, also, you can have some really lightheadedness or a lot of sudden dizziness. Um, nausea or vomiting, and then a lot of time you can have shortness of breath. So another extreme form of heart disease is cardiac arrest. So this is when the heart stops beating completely due to a complete block of a blood vessel to the heart or the electrical system of the heart stops or just quivers, which is not allowing the heart to beat properly. So this is when you see someone go unconscious and stop breathing. In that case, you need to call 911 and administer CPR if need or as needed to help that person in order to survive. Now, you might experience some of these symptoms even before a heart attack might hit. So listening to your body is very important, especially if these symptoms start coming on gradually or just out of the blue. So signs that you might have some form of heart disease before a heart attack occurs could be angina, which is that dull or heavy chest pain, ache, or discomfort, ache, or pain, especially when you ex more exert yourself or haven't had it um, occur before. This is a sign of when you have that blood flow, lack of blood flow to the heart. So angina is kind of that, you know, chevy, heavy just chest discomfort, ache, or pain. Um, you can have excessive tiredness. So again, it's due to a lack of blood flow or oxygen throughout your body. And then shortness of breath. Again, especially when you exert yourself or it wasn't occurring beforehand. So um, of these different incidences, if you start feeling these symptoms, you need to go get checked out by your healthcare provider so that you can make some changes or have some medication to help you with these symptoms. Another incident that might occur from unknown heart disease is called a stroke. Might have heard this many times before, but a stroke occurs when there is lack of blood flow or a blockage of a blood vessel to the brain. So knowing the signs and symptoms are very important as well because it is a matter of time in order to get the proper treatment. The longer a stroke goes untreated, the greater chance for brain damage and disability. So here are some signs to look out for when a stroke occurs. The first one is trouble speaking or understanding what others are saying. So you may have confusion or slurred speech. You have numbness, weakness, or paralysis of the face, arm, or leg, especially on one side of the body. Um, usually, like most times, you'll see it on the left side, but it can happen on the right side as well. Um, problems seen in one or both eyes. This may have, um, may have suddenly blurred vision or blackout vision or blackened vision. You also have a headache. Sometimes it can be very sudden and severe, which can cause vomiting, dizziness, or change in consciousness, may, which may occur um, from that sudden headache. And then also trouble walking, especially if they have that numbness or paralysis on one side. They may start to stumble or lose balance or coordination. 
Now, having one of these conditions or some of these symptoms before what we talked about, a heart attack or a stroke, does not mean a death sentence or a life that will be inevitable because there are lots of ways to manage these heart conditions and still live a very healthy life. So understanding some of the risk factors for heart disease can help us to make lifestyle changes to prevent a heart attack, stroke, or any other condition mentioned earlier. Now, there are a few risk factors that may not con- you may not can be able to control, especially those of genetics or, or age, but many can be controlled with lifestyle changes to reduce the risk of developing any, any type of heart disease. So here are some of the risk factors to kind of watch out for. High blood pressure is number one. So you need to make sure you know and control because um, more hi- the higher the blood pressure and stress on the heart, it's making it work harder and wear it down faster. High cholesterol levels, you want to know and control these as well. This can cause blockage of the arteries and blood vessels, which um, doesn't supply enough blood to certain areas of your body, especially the heart, which can then start to die. Smoking is a big one. You want to quit or reduce as much as you can. Tobacco damages a lot of the tissues in the hearts and lungs, not allowing for proper blood flow or oxygen to get to a lot of parts of your body. Too much alcohol usage, again, that can just kind of damage parts of your tissue. Um, Uncontrolled diabetes. So if you, are not a, if you are a diabetic but not taking medication or watching your diet, this could lead to um, those blood sugars attacking the heart tissues and causing a lot of damage. Um, excess, excess weight or body fat, especially around the tummy area. Um, an unhealthy diet, so a lot of fried fatty foods or a lot of sugar intake and, again, build up plaque in those, arter- or those arteries and those blood vessels. Lack of physical activity or exercise, and then stress and depression can be a risk factor for heart disease. So knowing these risk factors can help to make some changes in your life that will help you deter or manage heart disease better. Again, heart disease is not for certain or death sentence. So with lifestyle changes um, or changes of eating habits and possible medications, you can live a long, healthy life with heart disease. But the best practice is to prevent it the best we can. So preventative measures, again, is the best way to prevent heart disease at any age because it can affect us no matter what age we are. So here are some things to do or change in your lifestyle to help us um, have better control of your heart health. So the first one is get yearly checkups with your healthcare provider to check your blood pressure, your cholesterol levels, your triglycerides, and your blood sugar levels, just to make sure that you're on the right path to keep yourself healthy. Know, control, and monitor your blood pressure. So know what levels you should be um, kind of reaching for and monitor them the best you can. If you are a diabetic, check your blood sugars daily and control them with diet and medication. Quit smoking. This is a big one, I think. Um, you will see even little health, you know, health benefits very quickly if you stop. So even if you start cutting back a little bit, you'll see some great health benefits. Limit your alcohol consumption. Take all medications as prescribed. So if you are taking medications for, you know, certain diseases or ailments, make sure you're taking them um, as prescribed um, on your daily basis there. Uh, Stay active and be physically active. Stay active or start being active. So it is recommended that you get a minimum of 150 minutes per week of physical activity, such as walking, bicycling, you do weight training, yoga, um, those types of things, whatever you like to do. Um, these can show that you have, or these can give great health benefits. Um, you want to try and do anything to raise your heart rate to strengthen it. So your heart is made up of a lot of muscle tissue, just like a bicep muscle or a chest muscle. So in order to keep it strong, we have to strengthen it um, with increasing your heart rate and exercise will do that. 
Um, you want to make healthy food choices. So choose whole foods the best you can, such as lots of vegetables, fruits, lean proteins, whole grains, and low in fat-free dairy products. This helps you get nutrients needed to keep our immune system strong and other systems strong as well. Foods you want to avoid are ones that are high in sodium, sugar, and bad fats, such as your trans and saturated fats. These are elements our bodies cannot always burn, so they're stored in our bodies and sometimes hard to get rid of, which then can contribute to excess weight or plaque buildup in our arteries and blood vessels. Drink lots of water. So 8 to 10 glasses a day is kind of the recommendation. You can always do more. It helps to keep our blood circulating throughout our body and get nutrients to the right parts. Manage your stress levels. I know sometimes this can be hard, but doing practices to help manage stress, such as breathing techniques, exercising, or forms of yoga can help with us to better manage how our bodies react to stress. Now, we can't always control everything, so we need to remember that we control ourselves, and managing our health is the best that you can. And then get plenty of sleep. It's recommended to get seven to nine hours of quality sleep. I know that can be hard for many, but this amount of time lets our bodies to fully recover from the day's stressors and activities. Now, I know this might seem like a lot, but little changes or steps can help in the long run to make a big difference. So start by taking small steps and making the changes that you know you can do to keep up with. Then build up from there, adding even more small changes and seeing the difference. Again, heart disease is not for certain or inevitable. We can do a lot of different things to keep our hearts healthy for a long, productive life. If you have questions or concerns about heart disease or having a healthy lifestyle, please reach out to us at Cass County Health Department and we can help assist you with getting on the right track to a a healthy life. We hope this HealthCast has been informative and helpful to our listeners. We bring information to you to educate and enlighten the public on the importance of various health concerns and topics that would be beneficial to the improvement and health of well-being for the community. Funding for this podcast was provided in whole or in part by the Illinois Department of Public Health, Office of Women's Health. The Cass County HealthCast is a project of the Cass County Health Department in Cass County, Illinois. Information on this podcast or HealthCast was material to inform listeners of health topics that would be resourceful for their health and well-being. The information given in today's podcast is not the personal opinions or views of those speaking and is information gathered and distributed, distributed for the sole purpose of health education and promotion. If you have any questions or would like to suggest a topic, please call the Cass County Health Department at 217-452-3057 and ask for Louise. Also, check us out on social media. We are on Facebook and Instagram at Cass County Health Department, Illinois, or check out our website at cascohealth.org. Thanks for joining us, and until next time, stay well.